Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the story of February and March. Have you ever wondered how our months got their names? The names of our 12 months are a seemingly nonsensical mix of Roman goddesses, Roman emperors, and the old Roman 10-month calendar ending in December, which means 10th month. There are historical reasons too complicated to go into here for how our calendar got to be this way. But two of our month's names give us some clues to a much earlier story about the annual cycle of the seasons, which our calendar purports to track. These are the months of February and March. Indigenous peoples from around the world have developed myths to explain the passage of time and to personify the Earth's seasonal changes. The Indo-European myth is called the Wheel of the Year, and it is the story of the relationship between the goddess and the god. Their relationship enacts the Earth's seasonal cycle. The story goes like this. At the winter solstice, the goddess gives birth to her son, celebrated as the sun itself moves from waning to waxing. As the light begins to lengthen and intensify by the start of February, <clears throat> the goddess transforms herself from crone into maiden and becomes sexually aware. The spring equinox <clears throat> marks that point on the year <clears throat> where the goddess's son has grown to manhood, and now the maiden goddess and the young god begin their exuberant courtship as the earth is aroused into spring. As the earth bursts forth into flowers and the land becomes lush with greenery, at the start of May, the goddess and god celebrate their sacred marriage, and the festivities continue throughout the entire merry month of May. The summer solstice finds the goddess pregnant with the next sun-child, and the god, with the fullest strength of the sun, is at the height of his reign. Then, as the earth begins to ripen, turning to yellow and gold by the start of August, the god begins his slow and decorous departure, giving himself in the harvest of the grain. At the fall equinox, as the earth blazes with red and orange, the god gives himself in the fruit harvest and the crushing of grapes for wine. Finally, as the earth turns inward for winter at the start of November, the god bids the earth farewell and enters the netherworld, the womb of the goddess, where all souls go to be reborn. And arriving once more at the winter solstice, the goddess gives birth to her next sun-child, and the cycle begins again. The month of February was named for Juno Februata, Rome's great mother goddess. Februata means fevered. At the start of the month of February, Juno transformed herself from crone to maiden. She entered her fevered state of burgeoning sexual heat and began to long for her lover. The month of March was named for Juno's son, Mars, who in earlier legends had no father. In fact, he was his own father, according to the Wheel of the Year myth. Mars was originally Mars Sylvanus, a vegetation god of the fields and woodlands. Mars was like Pan, the fertility god of Greece, and the personification of exuberant procreation in nature. Mars was also like the green man of Celtic lore, who lay upon the earth each spring to fertilize her. Mars was called the red god because, like Adam from the Bible, whose name means red earth, the goddess created him by mixing her sacred blood with earth. 
Eventually, Roman culture devolved into patriarchy and empire building. Juno, the great queen of heaven, was deposed, and an obscure rain god was elevated to become Jupiter, the supreme sky god. Juno, who once ruled heaven and earth, and the annual cycle of the seasons, was demoted to the role of jealous wife. And Mars, the gentle vegetation god, who had yearly cycled from sun to consort to beloved departed, was now wrenched from this sacred cycle, made to wear the soldier's breastplate and plumed helmet, and to carry a shield and sword. He became the god of war. He was still called the red god, but now it was the red of the blood of slain warriors, rather than his, wife, his mother's life-giving blood. His retinue now included fear, alarm, discord, and terror, where once his companions had been playfulness, delight, and desire. This is the story of February and March. May it turn and turn again and bring you wisdom and peace. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.